0: Welcome to the Indigo Tent. You're listening to podcast number four Conversations about Creativity. We're drawn into thousands of interactions
1: every day that demand our energy. Those interactions can pull us out of alignment with our thoughts, our actions, and our higher self. We end up feeling fragmented, emotional, and basically out of harmony. This state of being stuck impacts every interaction we have, both personally and professionally. Join us on this journey of transformation. Here in the Indigo Tent, we have conversations about changing what's stuck and finding some joy along the way. This transformation is what we call energy in motion. This is the process of joy, and this, dear listener, is our purpose. Welcome to the
0: Indigo Tent. Hi, Zella. so good to be here.
1: Yes, it's really good that you're here because you're here in my home visiting for a few days and it's been a delightful
0: time. Yes, your home tent. True. <laughs> I like that. And it's really been delightful to be here because uh, it, you've just done some remodeling. We have. And I've just been so impressed with all the creative little touches that you've put into the house. Thank you. Yeah, we gutted the kitchen and redid it. You certainly did, and it was fascinating to watch how you took the elements of you and, and brought it into the house. My creative
1: self. Okay, that brings us to our topic, because I hear so many people say, I'm not creative, and that's mm-hmm. simply not true. We were created to be creative
0: souls. So let's talk about that today. Ooh, good topic. Yeah, I get that a lot, too, over the years from students, even you know, in, in a variety of ways, even in the marketing classes that I teach, you know, all... Oh, well, you have to be creative or you have to be analytical. or and in, and in the dance classes I used to teach, oh, I have a creative bone in my body. Well, let's find a way that describes creativity that you can connect with. So for me, I say creativity is the process of making something unique to you. I like that definition. Nothing is original anymore. Everything's been thought of. Everything's been hashed out. But it's how you think about it. The spin how you put you on it. it, right? It, it's how you write your name, how you arrange something in your, you know, on your wall. That's where it becomes unique to you, in a way that nobody else would do it, right? And that's where creativity happens. So, talk to us about the
1: swing dance and how that plays into the elements of harmony and why the swing dance itself is so creative.
0: Ah, oh, one of my favorite dances to do, actually. Uh, So historically, the swing came about in the late 20s when there was this epic time of music and dance and different cultures and different backgrounds and styles all coming together in Harlem, New York. And the musicians were probably had been trained classical, so they knew about music theory. But then there was the other musicians who were just... You know, you'd call them street musicians. Right. right? They were playing for the fun of it. They were playing their soul. Mm -hmm. And so you got those two elements going together. And the dancers. And then here's the dancers. Yes. Yes. And so it's like they're making up dance steps in the middle of musicians making up new ways to play songs. Right. And so that's just the epitome of the creative process. Yeah, it is. You're right. Yeah, and then you had these these, you know, amazing people like Frankie Manning who was credited with inventing a lot of the aerials or the the lifts and the drips and, and it was there every week, you know, they'd go to the Savoy Ballroom and they'd enter in these contests and oh let, let's try this move because they're all trying to, you know, outdo the moves so that they could win the contest that week and let off some steam. Yeah. And be their creative, unique souls. Exactly, and so I took that energy with me when I would teach my classes years ago, and I, I remember this one particular student athlete who came into, it would happen to be a dance class, and she's like, oh, I'm so not creative. We had done this activity where they could take different um, step patterns and put them together in their own way, and she, and after that activity, she said, this is the first time I've ever felt creative. It and was, wasn't she an athlete? and she was an athlete. So I'm sitting here thinking, oh my goodness, creative isn't about you know music and dance and artsy stuff. Creative, every time you dribble that ball down the court and try to f- navigate your way through all those people uh, to get a shot in from some angle, that is the epitome of creativity that on the court.
1: Sense. Yeah, I like that. I think about Barbara Shear often. She's a, a woman that I follow on YouTube She's a life coach. She talks about how life should be participatory. Life should be a creative expression of who we are. The example she gives is playing soccer, for instance. And you could also apply this to any sport or ballroom dancing. But let's stick with soccer. You can either be a participant or you can be a commentator. So look at that for a second. The participants are just enjoying playing soccer. Yeah, they're playing to win, but they're also Playing, they're on the field, they're executing plays, Mm. and they're enjoying. For the the sheer joy of it. Right, they're enjoying the process. And then you have the commentators, the critics, who are analyzing each move. And so I challenge you, dear listeners, what do you want to be? The participant who's enjoying the process of the creative aspect of life? Or do you want to be the commentator who is analyzing every thought and telling yourself, oh, you're not creative? We are creative, each and every one of us. Do you have some suggestions of what our listeners can do to bring out that creative
0: soul within? Mm, yes, let's let's look at some ways we can practice being more creative. In, uh, there's a book I'm reminded of by Twyla Tharp. She talks about creativity and that it's actually a, a planned process. It's not something that just sort of flows into you. And so she makes this, you know, very strict regimen to make sure that she has um, things that can uh, pull into her, or not pull into her, but that she has the structure to be creative. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. I like that. Yeah. So it's it's really, it's about looking at um, kind of get, out of get out of your daily box. Your, not your daily box, but get out of the box mm-hmm. of your daily routine. And think about, you know, beat to a different drum, try a different rat race, not to borrow that expression, but how do you, you know, how you go about your day, look at the way that you function. And yes, it might be, oh, this is very safe and this is very secure and I know what to expect. But guess what? Life is busy happening when we're planning. Exactly. So look at your daily patterns
1: and think about their purposes. And within those patterns, what can you do? What can you change so that you allow yourself room and space mentally and physically to play with those ideas, to change up some patterns and do something different, do something creative within that rhythm of life? Yeah. Find a better way
0: to experience that rhythm of life. Exactly.
1: We want to leave you today with a quote from Albert Einstein, the most creative genius out there. He said that creativity is intelligence having fun. Let's So let's have some fun in the tent of life, not just in the Indigo tent. Take what we're talking about in these conversations and find a creative outlet for your life. Maybe you already have. Maybe you need to pick it back up. Do something creative today for yourself
0: and for the people you love. Absolutely. Thank you, Zella. That was awesome.
1: You're welcome. And we love
0: you, dear listeners. Go out and be creative. To tap into our higher self, we seek to align the elements of interaction with harmony. What element will you use today to transform you into your highest self?